Parental discretion is advised. What's up, guys? This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we talk about fashionable wrestlers, fun with factions, and where the fuck is CM Punk? Stick around. Get your indie fix at sorgatronmedia.com slash store. Get $3 off any digital download with coupon code STOKEMONKEY. Want to support the show directly? Donate as little as a dollar an episode to get your name in the show with more benefits on the way. Check out our page at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertise. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. wait. Hey guys, welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's episode 405. I'm Sorgatron here in the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Ready to have fun, ready to talk wrestling with you guys here for the next uh, hour. Excuse me, hour or so. With me, uh, all stuffed into one hangout together because all the computers failed on us tonight is, uh, well, first the Riz is up. Hi, Riz. One. That's the part where you talk. Two. Three shit. Hi, Sorg. I wasn't playing. Uh, ha- I wasn't playing Flappy Birds at all. Oh no! Carry over from boss it- battle. Oh god, the game sucks. Hi. Let's talk about wrestling. Let's let's do that. Also here to talk to us uh, from Johnstown, PA, is uh, Bobby F J Town. How you doing, sir? Good. Um, somebody farted in here. Um, I, Are you the only one in the room? I, I think it was me. <laughs> this is why we do this digitally. Not going to name any names. Nope. nope. And also with me is Papa Lunchbox. How you doing, sir? What's up, everybody? It's Papa Lunchbox. I'm here. And to play off of what Bobby said, if two people are in an elevator and one of them farts, everybody knows who did it. Yeah. <laughs> or did they? Of course, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, where you can speculate who farted all night long, and you can uh, uh, do that by uh, hitting us up at that email address, goodtimes, Good at wrestlingmayhemshow.com, 412-206-WMS0, or uh, head over to wrestlingmayhemshow.com, so much going on there, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spreaker, we're all over the place, Blip TV, your Roku app as well, um, and of course you can join us here live Tuesdays at live.sogertronmedia.com, uh, we're uh, at Mayhem Show on Twitter, on Facebook, Google Plus, definitely join the Facebook Wrestling Mayhem Show group, and actually we're probably going to be touching base with what's going on in there here a little bit later in the show. Uh, check us on Patreon, we'll talk about that a little later as well, and uh, and check out, if you dig that music at the beginning of the show, check out basicsickness.com for free music from right here in Pittsburgh. He's been a, a, a great friend to the show for years, a great friend to, great friend to Sorgatron Media, a great friend, great friend to me uh, for several years. Uh, so go check them out. Uh, definitely uh, appreciate the help with getting us something cool at the beginning there. Uh, so let's get started with the show. The only way we know how, other than lewd jokes, uh, with the Mayhem Mail. Uh, who wants to, Who wants to take on Dustin's email? Since I'm the only one who actually watched TNA here. Seems appropriate. In this, in this area. And that's false because I watched it this week. Well, good. Watson, don't eat my lasagna. <clears throat> Lasagna's not for kitties. Do you own Garfield? <laughs> Dear Mayhem Lock. No, maybe. <laughs> it's a botany joke. Oh. 
I, I didn't get it. Ah, hemlock. Get it. Hemlocks. Oh. Yeah, get hemlocks because I already hate this email. You might, <laughs> you might not be the guys to talk talk TNA with, but fuck that. I'm not able to annoy LB with puns since I hate them myself. Yeah. Even though he did kind of do it with mayhem locks, but I can damn sure get get to him by talking about TNA. <laughs> Don't call me lunchbox. <laughs> If TNA has brought in MVP as the new investor in a storyline focused on younger, fresher faces in TNA, why why is the IWC throwing a tantrum about something that they have been asking out of TNA for a good while now? Did you see lunchbox after midnight? I'll be good. I'm sorry. MVP is well liked by many fans. He (laughs) (laughs) has a smart mind in the wrestling industry, can carry an angle on the mic, and uh, and is still a good worker in the ring. He did not really purchase stock in TNA. So I fail to see how the real-world implications, such as him not being wealthy enough to really buy enough stock to make, ma- to make match steps or higher talent, have anything to do with the storyline aspect that fits so well for a character whose gimmick revolves around cash. Holy shit, that's a long sentence. Maybe he went- when he went to Japan, he got like hit the yen jackpot and got rich that way. Perhaps we are choosing to blend too much reality with kayfabe in this one. This coming from a guy who hates the fact that they are doing this storyline to begin with. Uh, Can can I talk about this for a minute? Sure. Go ahead. I don't mind. I don't mind MVP and TNA. No. I don't mind at all. And I gotta say, like logic-wise, like. Take a look at some of the Vince who, ownership. Who else would you stuff. have? Yeah, I would you ha- rather have you know Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, Dan was thrown. Jay was thrown around a few times. Old double T Jarrett, Karen Jarrett. Oh, Karen. But yeah, bring back that snatch monster. As of right now, all. All MVP has done is shown up and like held up his MVP medallion. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know. What's we don't going know if yet. he's going to be, you know, partners with Dixie Carter like they did with Ric Flair and uh, you know Vince. We don't know if he's just going to be a manager to the Wolves. Um, he's a secret investor. He he is a secret. That's what they're. Billing him as, and that's fine. But as long as this gets something done, it is improving my thoughts on about TNA. Still not good, but it's still it's improving from the bottom. You know, I I, I keep going back to with TNA. What well, that's wrong? I keep going back to with TNA. Just the fact that they were an arena where a lot of people cared, I think, helped how the show felt. Like, it makes yeah. such a difference that they were there in oh, England 
with a full Scotland. arena, and they could show a full arena, <laughs> and it sounds like a full arena, you know. Um, that actually Scotland was crazy. That Scotland night. was crazy, chanting stuff that we couldn't understand. It was tremendous. Um, I, I still can't understand. Them. Nope, still can't understand them, of course. Um, but but no, there was. I, they I I, did, I hope they 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 filmed like a month worth of episodes over there. Probably just two weeks. Probably, probably just two weeks. Maybe three. probably just two weeks. They're like back three. in the U.S. right now. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> Questions. One. Shield versus Wyatt's are off to a great start. Bray cut an awesome promo after the Shields match last night, and I'm fully invested to see where this goes. My question is, what is your favorite faction warfare from years gone by? Mm. Mm. I got, DX mm. and Nation of Domination. Damn it, Riz. <laughs> <laughs> Spobby? That one. <laughs> Sorg? Um, I can't... I remember the corporate ministry versus everybody. Yeah. Oh, the union. Yeah. Oh, you remember the, the union? union? Oh, union was, was <laughs> definitely not my favorite part of that. Like, I the, just, you know, there's not a lot of times. How many times have we had giant factions against each other? Yeah. Right? It's oh, usually, oh, oh. Yeah, it's very rare. Right to Censor was a good faction, but I don't remember who they actually feuded against. Them. Oh, wait, it, wait, wait. Aces of Aids against Main Event Mafia. No, 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 no. <laughs> No. <laughs> Shut your mouth. How about the job squad? Uh, do not finish that sentence. Or else I'm gonna... I will... What's up, LB? Hey, LB? Uh, I'm going to say uh, Ring of Honor versus CCW. <laughs> <laughs> They're bonkers cage Actually, that was matches. a pretty good feud. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Um, you know, oh, hey, oh, I... um, go ahead. Chikara versus Bankruptcy. Oh, oh. Back. yeah, that's why it's happy. The wrong show, back. We'll, we'll talk about that on the later show on Indie Mayhem. Um, you know, can I? What, can what, I? Another show? Can I do it aside on that one? <laughs> uh, have you noticed? Okay, sure, I know. Sure. I know. We kind of complain because there's always a faction kind of war going on in TNA, and it feels like there has been for the longest time. But you realize they like have to build to lockdown every year, right? Like, I think that's. Part right. of the formula, and for that. that's fine. If they want to do it once a year and finish it at lockdown, that's fine. But they keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's they true. keep doing it after lockdown. So it's not. I mean, good. it's definitely a formula because every time, and and I I feel like WWE doesn't do this, but every time, like okay, Aces of Fates is done now somebody has to be the overpowering heel and it turns into Dixie Carter before aces of eights. It was, it was Hulk Hogan, you know, and, and, and immortal, yeah. you know, I, it, before that it was, I don't know, main event mafia before that it was, uh, I don't know, team Canada or something. Uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett and whatever the hell he's calling his faction at the time. Um, it's been faction after faction after faction. Maybe that, I don't, I don't know. It, maybe that's one of the reasons it just feels like nothing really gets resolved. You know, we, we buried Aces and Eights only to just rise up another one. Um, maybe versus, well, WWE, like your John Laurinaitis era goes away. Did something rise up in its place? No, because they take time to develop things like that. It's like Hydras. Like with TNA, it, it's one after another. They don't have a good base of a story. 
strike down two hot or one one faction with two will grow in its place. Kind of hail Hydra. Yeah, hail exactly. Hydra. But with with WWE, one goes away, and they build up to the next one. Yeah, yeah. And have that it's, big group. It's completely mm-hmm. like they their their own storyline is cyclical. Cyclical. Uh, Mad Mike's saying uh, <laughs> WWE cyclical. was able to do Survivor cyclical. Series without having. Factions feuding for the entire year. TNA can just combine feuds for lethal, excuse me, lethal lockdown. There has never been a non-faction point in TNA's history. Never. I think it's a double negative, but I I see your point. Never, ever. There isn't. There's always something. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They're definitely over. We're going, oh, and Eamon uh, points out, as my co-host on the Indie Mayhem show, they weren't going bankrupt, at least from what I know. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Because now he has sources. Yes, he's a man in the now business. Eamon has sources. He, he has people. How does that happen? <laughs> N- number two. Road Dog seemed a bit out of place to catch Cody on that moonsault, and it looked like Cody hit pretty hard. Not sure if it would cons- be considered a botch. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of was. But what is the worst botch you can recall seeing or hearing about? Uh, there was a WrestleMania with a Money in the Bank ladder match, and Shelton Benjamin jumped off of one of the tallest ladders um, <laughs> onto everybody in the match, and nobody caught him. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was pretty bad, but if you want to go for serious, long-lasting injury, if I remember correctly, it was the Japanese wrestler Hayabusa like fell or something and broke his neck or something terrible happened. Basically, any... Oh, Sid Vicious. God damn it! Oh, no. oh, damn it. Oh, Everybody's no. taking mine. You had Bobby's <laughs> 0 for 2 tonight. Punchbox, no. You've had I'm yours. So sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go, go ahead. Finish, go ahead. Finish your thoughts. Go ahead. No, that was it. That was it. All right, well, Sid Vicious breaking his neck. Oh, and Taz breaking his neck. Oh. So, um, yeah, that one was pretty Um, bad. How about the uh, Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar tried to do a moonsault? Oh, I got one of that after after you're done. And he just got cast his head, yeah. Um, Sword didn't go, Sword. I found I was going through my VHSs that I've been talking about oh, on no. the board, and I found the Over the Edge pay per view. Oh no! I have news about the Over the Edge pay per view. I was waiting until yeah. after the email. Oh, sorry, uh, but which we'll have news on later. Of course, that was the Ona Art incident. Um, but uh, but personally, I am I, I witnessed actually a scary one in, uh, in person, uh, filming for Prime Wrestling uh, last. Oh year, yeah, before which one? Just two years ago, I thought the Gregory Iron one. Yeah. Yeah, when he it was just like he took a a, a power bomb basically, and he was supposed to kick out of it and didn't. Um, yeah, he was out of it like in the ring. I, I think I can't recall if he got concussed with it or anything, uh, but it was super. Was that scary. Rhino? No, no, no. It was um, Eric Ryan. I forget what his name ah. was there because they were doing the whole uh, Dead Dead Society uh, with Gory and uh, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, I forget the names at the moment, um, but. Yeah, it was it was just you know a real simple move, and he just took it wrong and bounced his head, and he was out of it. You know, remember like you know everybody just kind of panicking, and they had to pull the gum out of his mouth, and and uh, 
Um, and you know, the ambulance came and everything. It was it was it was really scary. Really scary. So and I think that's the only time I've had to witness uh, something like that in as many years as I've been filming wrestling. So, but there's Extreme Rising this weekend. So, uh, <laughs> Bobby, um, I, I thought of one that it wasn't too serious, but uh, Shane McMahon versus Kurt Angle. Oh, how oh, he God. kept slamming him through, trying to 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 like just suplex him through the the, the glass and just yeah, mm-hmm. kept trying and trying and trying. The chat, but it, but it made it one of the best matches of all time. Yeah, it did. It did. The yeah. chat has a few actually. Uh, Juggalo John says, "What about the time New Jack tried to kill that guy by throwing him off a balcony head first into the table, uh, and oh, now it's New no. Jack versus Vic <laughs> Grimes in XPW." I remember the for- Forever Hardcore DVD. He was like, "Yeah, I tried to kill him." I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. He uh, Dustin answered. The worst I can think of is Daniel Michael Quirk. Kirk, Kirk, Quirk, a.k.a. Spider. If you've never heard of him, he had one of the most tragic incidences in indie wrestling history. Hmm. I don't want to look this up. Number three. I loved MVP's new theme song. Really? Return of the Ronin, which says a lot since TNA typically has shitty theme music. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I think it was okay. Who has debuted in the last year or two with what you would consider excellent theme music? Really? Return of the Ronin was good? Oh. That's MVP? Um, in the last year or two. Are we, are, are we exclusively year. talking TNA? No. It, it does not specify TNA. Hmm. Um, Got me racking my brain. Oh, man. Shield. Bobby, you can go this time. <laughs> um, I, oh, what? I, I, I got, got one. one. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Riz. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go first. No, go I don't want to take yours, yours again, Bobby. Okay. Well, um, I, I have two divas in mind. <laughs> the first one is Emma. Um, everybody was obsessed with her music last night. And the second is my girl, Oksana, which we use many times during the Hangout to interrupt each other with Oksana's music. It's it's quite a fun game. And if you haven't played it, I suggest you play it. Okay? All right. Sorg? <laughs> there we go. That's kind of it. Oh, dear. We should just First play this fine. <laughs> They're in the background. So well, Bobby. It's time for sexy time here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and the mic just came off the stand, so... Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be holding it like this. With this in the background. Is it the current music? It says it's his fourth theme... The fourth one, Russian Romance Fantasy. Um, Ooh, I like the name of that one. Right? Doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> Damn, that's not it either. I can't even stop it. Hold on. Oh no, we're stuck in elevator music. Hell. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are definitely. <laughs> um, hold on. I know I've downloaded one of them. You know, really, the Brodus Clay music that is now Xavier Woods' music. Yeah. Which really was yeah. Ernest the Cow. 
Miller's music. Yeah. So I guess that doesn't. Does that count? I, I'll allow it. You'll allow it. I mean that. I, I, I've I'll enjoyed that. It. I've enjoyed that. Um. Lunchbox. It's hard. There hasn't been a lot of good. Uh, yeah. A lot of good music. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, it's real, real, real hard. <laughs> Somebody call his mama. Wait, no. what? what? <laughs> What's There's going just on? all these options. I feel like I'm just going to explode. Oh, no. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, blow choices all over the, uh, <laughs> Oh God. All over the... Do you have one, sir? Yeah. Do you have I'm, one? I'm so, I'm so close, Riz. <laughs> I'm so close. I'm almost there. Yeah. We've earned the Ch- the Chachi explicit oh. tag this week. Oh wait, I got a better one. I got a better one. The uh, I I actually bought the the Wyatt's theme music. Oh, the Wyatt's! Wyatt. Fuck, someone yeah. stole it. The Wyatt's, Wyatt. yeah. Why? Super good. The Wyatt's are super good. The Wyatt's are good. The Shield is good, but not as the song. They're good to come out. I, I picked mean, the Wyatt's. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good pick and there, LB. And I'm still no. erect. <laughs> He's not a good wrestler, but no, Curtis Axel has some, has some amazing has the amazing entrance theme. This is true. This is true. It it, it it's the new twist to the uh, perfection, Mister Perfect's theme, and, and if it's awesome, I did like, but. Curtis Axel is not because he is not the genesis of the McGillicuddy. Axel of the <laughs> turntable McGillicuddy thing. I did like Wade Barrett's old music until Which they made one? it new music. I like the the with the little British kids singing at the beginning. Oh, yeah, that one, and it's. But now I don't like. I don't like the new music that he uses for Bad News Barrett. Because it just has that one part in it where this British guy just goes, ooh. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't like that. I was like, what the hell is that? Actually, the first time I heard it, I thought it was Benoit's music. Oh, oh Chris Benoit had great theme music. He did. he did. He did. He did. Yeah. There's no holding him no. back. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, mm. Too soon. Too moving on, moving on. Okay. <laughs> That's my time. Anyone who is not checking out the after show hangouts needs to hop on board. Great 20-minute post-show opinions and how and most have well-thought-out theories behind the show they just watched. Except for when we're watching Cox. <sighs> the sword. What? Stop moving your damn Oh, mouth. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Sometimes I get a little OCD on that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm messing around the Google Doc a little bit. The, the comments section on YouTube are also a blast, and you can learn how Riz, how Riz choos, chooses to keep his room darker than Samuel, Samuel Shaw's shrine room to Christy Hemi. Hmm. Hmm. Regards, Dustin. You know, Sam Shaw, I, that was the first I saw of the Sam Shaw stuff, I, was was the Christy Hemi uh, tribute yeah. room. I am already kind of into this idea. Uh, I, 
I like crazy different characters. I want to see what they do with it. It is different. It is different. It's definitely different. It's, so. it's different. It's All right. different. I'll be super into the character if he snaps her stupid neck. <laughs> well, that's his finisher, actually. Breaking Christy Hemi's neck? Like, no, he, <laughs> that's he, what it's called. He puts somebody in like a weird sleeper hold, and, and it kind of looks like Christy he's Hemi's snapping neck. somebody's neck. Hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and that's all the email we have. By the way, we also uh, put a shout out to Jeff Jarrett's WCW theme and the Shield. So for the ain't I great? So hey, I want to talk to you guys about we're we're starting a new initiative here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, um, where uh, you know, of course, you know, we've been trying some stuff with advertising. We have t-shirts. Uh, just ways for you guys to support the show so we can try to make it better. Uh, for instance, we had two computers die on us tonight. <laughs> That's why everybody's stuck in a hangout. I would love Hi. for us to be able it's to. It's like hearts in here. Upgrade. I know. We just have everybody just just shoved into this hangout. You know. Um, and there's other things that need done here just to make the show better, more consistent, and and hopefully grow. Uh, so we started something new. If you go over it's to wrestlingmayhemshow.com, we actually got a button at the top that says support us on Patreon. Uh, what we're asking you to do, like, <laughs> what what? That's it. <laughs> Getting sexy. Going, we're getting sexy in here. We're getting Keep sexy in going, here. Uh, but at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Uh, if we if <laughs> if everybody just if everybody just donated like even a dollar a month or anything like that between like all the listeners that we have, uh, we will be doing pretty good and be able to improve a lot of things around here with the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, Patreon's a really cool service. I know a lot of other podcasts have been using it. Um, and you can put in what you want to pay per episode. You don't get charged until we put out an episode of just the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This doesn't include all the other stuff that we do, Indie Mayhem Show and everything like that. We might start another Patreon for some of the other shows if this takes off. Um, so we just encourage you if you really enjoy the show uh if you can afford the you know four bucks a month that would be to to donate a dollar a show um patreon is really good about that you can make sure if it's like a weird month where we have five episodes for whatever reason you can make sure put a limit in there that you only spend so much money um Right now, what we're doing is anybody that does at least a dollar, and you can do less than a dollar, of course, as well. You want to throw a nick our way, please, anything will help. Uh, but if uh, anybody that tosses a dollar in for the show for the next few weeks, uh, we're going to make sure to run off your names and anything you want to plug um, right here in the Wrestling Man Show in the mailbox mailbag uh, segment here at the top of the show like we just completed uh so you know something to get back there and we're going to work on some other things there's some benefits for you guys uh on different levels um and it, it, what's that you guys will suck your dick uh, well that's <laughs> speculatory i'm pretty sure that's against the terms of services um but still so we're coming up with ideas for that yeah. please go check that out patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show uh give a buck give a couple bucks anything to help out the show so give we can fuck, uh give a buck. just improve things and keep going here a buck there a buck everywhere a buck give a fuck give a buck <laughs> Grizz will suck your dick. Hey, if you don't like that, you can have t-shirts or pro wrestling tees. You can do whatever you want uh, to help us out and just tell a friend. Just tell a friend. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So I wanted to try something different. I've been wanting to insert a little, a lot of awesome discussion insert and images and everything happened on the on the Facebook page uh, for the Wrestling Mayhem Show group. So I thought I'd, 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 I'd pick out a couple of these for us to kind of uh, discuss a little bit. And okay. Breaking news! What's that? I've been sitting on it. <laughs> what? 
You guys are so filthy. They released. They released. <laughs> Shut up. They released the complete. It's <laughs> it's all the pay per views that's going to be on WWE Network, and one of them is going to be the Over the Limit pay per view. Over the edge. Oh, nice. Over the edge pay per view. Where Owen Hart had his accent. Okay. I, I wonder if they're going to just delete all that stuff out of it. Any well, no, of it, it happened. They didn't really show anything. No. Well, I mean, I like all the mentions to it, maybe. Well, it's kind of going to be kind of hard to edit that out. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Where did they list this? Oh, 400 plus pay-per-views on the pay-per-view network. Mm-hmm. So they date. actually have it. Like, is this just an entire list? It's just a giant, yep. giant, giant, giant list. Yeah. Holy I show, crap. I, I showed my sister that today, who is a non-wrestling fan, and she was amazed by how many Wow, ECW didn't have that, that many pay-per-views, did they? No. But so. it, that's more than enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm. Wow. You got to think, like, mm. like early days, you don't have very much, because there was, like, like I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing, like, you know, WCW has Star Code, Starcade 83 through 87 before there's mm-hmm. another pay-per-view, you wow. know? Uh, same with... What the, if they're going to put the Clash of the Champions on there? Clash of the Champions? No, those weren't pay-per-views. No, I know they weren't pay-per-views, but I wonder if well, they're going to Yeah, hopefully they do put them thing. on, because those would be really good shows for them to yeah. have on. Um, there's going to no- be a there's going to be a special Easter egg if you put in the uh, Konami <laughs> code. They'll show you Hulk Hogan's sex tape. So, thing I didn't realize was a pay-per-view. The big event's going to be on here, and also the wrestling classic, which I've never <laughs> seen or really heard of before. <laughs> Tuesday in Texas is even going to be on here. Taboo Tuesday. Taboo Tuesday, Taboo I'm sure, Tuesday. is in here as well. Um, so, I mean, oh, then, now that you see the giant list, does that kind of assuage any fears that there's not going to be enough content? Did they have to visualize the entire list for you like this? One does anybody really page. have any fears there's not going to be enough content? Some no. people do, Yeah, apparently. there was. Apparently. Uh, but it's 1,000 hours yeah. of Thousands, hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of hours. I'm gonna guess that. What did they say? And like, there's a. And like we keep saying, they're going to add to it. They're not gonna just throw everything up at once. Yeah, yeah. They've already put like way more than you're gonna watch. I think that's. If there's a thousand in the hours, it doesn't matter if it's a hundred thousand, twenty thousand. It's a th- over a thousand hours of mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. If that doesn't get get your, you know, moving just a bit, they even have the UK only pay per views. Rebellion from the UK. Uh, uh, oh, I'm trying to find that. There's another Rebellion. There's Insurrection from 2001. Oh, insurrection. That's a dong win. That's kind of cool. Insurrection. <laughs> Wow. And all the way down to Greed from WCW in 2001. Greed. Super Brawl Revenge. (laughs) What? Sin, Starcade Mayhem. I want them to put Halftime Heat up. That'd be amazing. Is that on there? Back to... It wasn't a pay-per-view. Back to where we were. Oh, women of ECW. Um, so no, yeah, I wanted to throw up some of the stuff here we're talking about in the in the uh, Facebook page. Uh, Jen Carlin's actually puts up one, and 
I completely see this. You guys, any of you guys Metallica fans here? Because <laughs> this one's, uh, am I no, the only? I agree. Am I the only one who thinks Roman Reigns and Robert Trulio from Metallica look quite similar? That's scary, they do. dude. They do. That is super scary. And it looks Walkers. like Roman Reigns is about to um, get it up the butt. <laughs> what? What? Okay. What? Doesn't it? One too many dick jokes, Riz. And then I know you guys get scared a lot at the at the Wyatts, but there you go. That's a weird. <laughs> that does not match that picture. No, no, uh, no. We have a picture up here for the guys on audio. It's a it's a cutie version of the Wyatts. That's a fun yeah. picture. And also, like uh, speaking of the Wyatts. Oh yeah, I saw that picture. Man, today. look at that hunk of man meat right there. He looks. Very yeah, different yeah, today. Yeah. Uh, Luke, was Very it, different. This is Luke Harper's yeah, uh, yeah, uh, senior yeah, photo. Yeah. And they let him talk this week. And they let him talk this week. They, they, I've been enjoying what they've been doing with the Wyatts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Eric Rowan just says run, but it's the best run I've ever heard. <laughs> Under a sheet max, mask. So. Awesome. So uh, with that, hey, let's go to the break. Uh, go check out this preview here for you guys on video for the best of IWC uh, 2013. Including a lot of great names in there like uh, uh, Bobby Fish, like Mike Elligan from Ring of Honor. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff there. So go check that out. Music from Basic Sickness. And we'll be right back with Remember. In a red desk, and I hope you can stay on fire. It's like a time bomb the way that I switch gears. I'm blowing out our first day. He's falling in six gear. All the stick shift, T pain, pitch shift. Doesn't matter the rapper, I regain sickness. Replay this shit on B-slang quickness. On a freeway with a DJ hit list. Hey guys, welcome back. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Go check that out and everything else at sorgatronmedia.com slash store. And don't forget to use the uh, coupon code STOKEBUNKY so you can get uh, $3 off uh, that and anything else in the digital uh, download store over there uh, to support some indie wrestling with the IWC, RWA, anybody else uh, that's up over there in the store. So go check that out. Uh, now is the point where we all remember when... I'm gonna remember when And I'm gonna remember again and again I need more words that rhyme with when And then I'll have a better song then uh, This week on uh, Remember When, we've been very enamored over the fa- past few weeks, I think, uh, with Batista's wardrobe choices. That man is a blue belt, sir. Just a blue belt? Just a, I thought it was purple. A legit purple. blue belt, right? It's a it's a belt. Okay. All right. Um, so I so um, who I, who came up with this one? Well, initially, there's a story. This was going to be great moments in denim history, but we can't remember a lot of denim. In history, I think. What's that? You can't remember a lot of denim. I can't remember a lot of denim. Um, So I thought we'd kind of open this up to be more kind of uh, fashion statements. Remember when. Now, Mike, you do have a denim-related memory, I guess. I do. Now, now I know um, in, in the fashion world... Jorts are not necessarily high culture or high fashion. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I put a picture in the doc, and I think that they are making a comeback in the form of AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. Great moments in denim. And can you just find this for the audio listeners? <laughs> um, it is AJ Lee's butt sitting on the middle rope in denim shorts. This has to be and from a house show. Lovely. This has to be from a house show. Or something. I'm not sure where it's from. I, I wish it was That's her that's her house show ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure, why not, right? <laughs> I grabbed the wrong gear. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, I, you know, if we're going to like fashion statements, which we've modified this to, um, I, I think, you know, we can't forget the uh, obligatory D'Lo Brown bulletproof vest. Yeah, he was, man he was the original shield. He was, he was the shield before the shield. <laughs> now, wasn't it? Man. It was a chest protector, right? It's a chest yeah. protector, and his doctor said that he needed it, Sorg. That's right. That's right. But he would do the need it but, but, because he had flabby man boobs. Because he would do the 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 frog splash with the uh, chest protector, and of course, there you go. Um, I can't wait to watch back to some of that old WWE Network stuff to check out this era. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, really good. Uh, I caught a picked up a. We talked about it on the indie show. I picked up a bargain DVD at the Ring of Honor show for five bucks. Uh, it was Manhattan Mayhem three that had D'Lo Brown. Claudio Castagnols, Antonio Cesaro, uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, and uh, Colt Cabana actually in a four-way. So Scotty Goldman. Well, at least Scotty he did it. Scotty Goldman. Hey, that was all WWE guys, wasn't it? So <laughs> that was that was kind of fun. It's from like 2009, so uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, who, who's next? I posted one in the chat. You did. It's it, it but my one. Uh, you can't. Talk about fashion without talking about Rob freaking Conway. <laughs> that he is one of the top guys he in was, fashion in WWE. He was a new age Buff Bagwell. Did you just call him Buff Bagwell? A new age Buff Bagwell. So better. Better. Okay. He was ahead. more like a new age Rick Martel. Yes. Rick Martel is a better example of his talents. And his looks, and it, it, he he came out with the shortest tights imaginable. They were see-through. Good. In the front, he had like a nice <laughs> big uh, <laughs> area cover. <laughs> what? Area cover. In the front, he had a nice. <laughs> He had, he had, he had, well, so they don't show his, you know, his probably tiny dick. (laughs) Um, And also in the back, if I'm not mistaken, mistaken, that man had a thong. Hmm. Did he not in the back? Or am I, I I think you were talking about your your dreams, Riz. No, I'm I'm serious. Do you know why he had a thong? Anything more would provide La Resistance. Uh, Fun fact, uh, I get to see Rob Conway a good amount of times now that there's a bunch of NWA promotions down here. And now he's gone from, like, Buff Bagwell to, like, super American. (laughs) 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 Which which I've established with a couple people is that it's him 
making up for his years as a French sympathizer. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, he did the Sergeant Slaughter thing. Pretty much. Rob Conway he is and Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> he is huh. our version of Sergeant Slaughter. Just like he is Sorg's version of Buff Bagwell. Riz, Riz, you put another picture in here, too. I did. He dresses like a girl's bike. Yes, Ultimate <laughs> Warrior dresses like a girl's bike. Ultimate Warrior that, dresses that like a girl's bike. That came up on my Remember What You Did on Facebook video. <laughs> I was like, hey, so remember this great word, post like from a... two years ago? I was like, I sure do. Sorg, the first thing that came up on my uh, Remember When from Facebook was the Sorgatron for President campaign. <gasps> nice. That was 08. <laughs> that was the first thing that came up. That was the first thing. I was very proud. Nice. Mike, what do you got? No, we already talked to you. Damn it, there's too so many AJ's people in ass, here. And how about, I still do. How about Bobby? I got one. Um, do you guys remember Max Moon? Always. Oh. Any chance I can <laughs> yes. get. Uh, Max Moon was a intergalactic warrior. Um, uh, Conan, I think. Right? Yes, Conan. Um, Conan. 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 Viva La Rasa. Um, but he was, he was like a cross between an alien and the game Tuberuba. If you remember the game Tuberuba. I've never heard of Tuberuba. <laughs> this is the first I've never heard of it. Was, it wow. was a game where you tied yourself to a friend and you tried to get a ball through a hoop or through a tube. <laughs> that sounds and like a really took odd that, sex game. And they took that and wrapped it around his arms. Pretty much that's what that costume mm. is and put a mask on him. So that's an awkward outfit. There you go. Huh. <laughs> Who else wants to go? I got one. Go. Also, side note from that, I have to note that Max Moon was definitely bowdy bowdy and also rowdy rowdy. I can tell by the way you said it, you hate yourself for having said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, just a little bit. With such shame. <laughs> oh, Conan. He's, um, he's rowdy yeah. rowdy. Um, going off of Riz's, uh, people with short tights and also like, super, like, greased-up gimmicks. Uh, Billy Gunn, Chuck Palumbo, and Rico. Oh, Shut Hey, well, yeah. Rico was a fashion... <laughs> Shut, <magnate>. Yeah. <laughs> Rico was a fashion magnate. He was. That he was, was a gimmick, so he had to be. Um, yeah, I... They had fine. matching... <laughs> headbands, headbands, sir. Oh, and if anyone, that respect. To, if anyone wants to see, like, the epitome of 80s fashion, just Google Big Scott Hall. Oh, oh I'm doing that hall. now. Big and Scott Hall. Damn, those If I may uh, add another one, <laughs> I'll post this in the chat as well. Techno Team 2000. Oh, I love yes. Techno Team yes. 2000. They run for like a week. Oh, oh wow. God, look at that. <laughs> Team 2000. Look at those suits. Who is this? Is this anybody that did anything else? He looks no, tired. No, he looks <laughs> no, no, no. Wasn't it? It was no. Bill Watts's son. Oh man, that's horrible. Because they're horrible. from the future, Sorg. Well, I, I want, yeah, I want a Techno Team Three Thousand. Can that we was, make that happen? That was also, my friend Jason and I's go-to make fun of team. Also, also from uh, uh, the chat, uh, this is the one I came up when we were trying to do the denim one, and I thought I, there was a different one than this that I could find. Uh, but there's here's a, a, a Macho Man uh, and. and on a rock in full denim, uh, and and she calls Cost it the alpha and the omega of of denim. See, <laughs> someone needs to tell Batista that's how you do it. That is that that's that's some denim with some respect. 
Yes. Macho Man could do it right. Some goddamn dignity. That's yes, right. If you're going to rock a Canadian tuxedo, you do not take the jacket off as soon nope. as you get to the ring. You live that shame. Yep. Live that fucking shame and own it. Right. Live that shame. Something like that. Uh, so if you guys uh, have any um, um, favorite... Uh, unmistakable uh, 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 outfits in pro wrestling. Uh, shout outs to Papa Shango. Um, also, King Mabel and Men on a Mission in general. Giant purple parachute pants. Um, oh, I got one. Yeah. Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez with the oh, with God, the skin suit. Skin suit. Uh, who said whose birthday was it? Like on Raw, and they said shared a birthday with Giant Gonzalez. El Torito. Is it El Torito? No, it's not El no. Torito. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like something JBL would say when it, he's it drunk. Sounds like it's, yeah, it does sound like a Michael. JBL thing. Michael. Anyways, go check that out. And of course, uh, in the meantime, uh, you guys can check out, again, we're talking about supporting the show here uh, so we can keep going and we can improve things and we can replace these computers that just tanked on us so we don't have to stuff everybody in a, in a hangout. You can see how well that's going over here. I think this computer is going to melt. Uh, one way you can do that and support us and get something out of it, uh, Pro Wrestling tees.com slash WMS. That's where you can go to check out uh, our line of, of t-shirts, including the, the old logo, uh, as well as some great shirts by uh, the great Alex Cars that joins us uh, uh, from out in uh, California. Done some great designs, including the Good Times at Wrestling Mayhem Show .com, uh, So you can represent that stuff uh, anywhere you go. But also, I mean, it's not just that. Also, just support pro wrestling tees in general by, you know, purchase our shirts, but also uh, support the other guys that are on here. A lot of friends of the show a lot of people you dig uh from the indies uh chris hero cole cabana aj styles is on there now um joey ryan of course ddp goldust i know is on there for a bit as well uh, i just bought a regular shirt from uh, the pro wrestling i didn't buy you bought you bought a plain shirt no no, no, no. i bought shirt. i didn't buy a mayhem show shirt i only have i already have two of the same ones he does but i bought a uh sister from the sister company of Pro Wrestling Tees uh, Barbershop Window. Their We Want Brian shirt was $9 just a few, few days ago. Mm -hmm. Snatched that up. Coming in the mail tomorrow. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Quick I shipping I from Chicago. I saw that on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. But uh, yeah, also cool. AJ Styles, of course, he's you know recently released and he's doing Ring of Honor and everything. Uh, he has a bunch of T-shirts on here now, so you can go check that out and support him there without giving your money to TNA. <laughs> so right, right, guys. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. So right. Um, so I'm excited about that. And of course, he's. I know he's coming here locally uh, up in Meadville. Meadville uh, here in April. So uh, go check that ProWrestlingTees.com if you want our stuff. ProWrestlingTees.com slash WMS. Support the show there and of one of the many ways that we have opportunities. Um, so make sure we keep this going. Uh, so what happened this week in wrestling do we want to talk about? We did not get a chance to talk about CM Punk last week. It happened after the show. It, apparently, well, it came out well, I yeah, think after during the show. the show, potentially. Um, so are we mad, bro? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I say that in a harsh way, but I'm well, sad, bro. It's a wrestler's decision. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know what else to say. Like he's this allegedly he decided that uh, him and the WWE are parting ways. I guess like he walked out on Raw basically and was like, uh, 
I guess they've not been mentioning him a lot, and mm-hmm. they're basically trying to almost write him off in a sense. Not really write him off, but uh, they're di- diverging from him. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think, the, well, this is a thing that we need to give time, and let's let develop. Let's not forget, uh, Stone Cold left a few times during his <laughs> tenure in the WWE. Mm-hmm. And on very, very bad notes. But they addressed it that time. Mm-hmm. They haven't addressed this at all, which... Yeah, I, which is kind of weird. There was, a, there was a report I read, and it's probably there's nothing to it, but um, there was a report that Triple H and Vince both said that he just left because he was just burned out. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that's, that's, why, what they, that's what they told the writers. And maybe that's why they haven't been um, really kind of sticking to, like, you know, sticking to him for leaving. Um, they, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 story, if you haven't heard by this point, if you're not paying attention to any wrestling news, uh, is that he left uh, last Monday, day after Royal Rumble, wasn't happy that he's not finding himself in the championship uh, situation at WrestleMania, is burnout, has been working all the dates, has been really good about it. Or he's it. injured. Or, or he's injured or something reasons. like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So he said, I'm out. Um, and that's why some things like I know the Kofi Kingston uh, was a Del Rio match went long that day, um, and he did see he did he did finally I guess break break his silence. Uh, well, I guess no. This is actually on the morning of uh, after the Royal Rumble. He said, "Thanks for all the support. Keep being you you guys. It's pretty cool." So yeah, he said he said that right after the Rumble. So that that's cool. Um, a lot of those you know people kind of coming out and confirming you know. Uh, 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 you know, Punk was kind of his own thing. He wasn't in this for the long haul. He kind of got everything he wanted out, and if he didn't, there wasn't much reason for him to stick around. He's somebody that saved his money, which is good. You didn't see that ten years ago, twenty years mm-hmm. ago in wrestling, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I could see him leaving and going doing his own stuff for however long and be cool, you know. Um, one of the things, one of the things people have been sharing is an interview he did at some con or whatever, where um, or a Q and A, I should say. Um, and he talks about how he's been in wrestling for like, like he, it's not like he just started in like 2006 or whatever. Like he's been wrestling for a long time mm-hmm. and you know, eventually he said he's going to have to give out now. Like, and like you said, like he sort of made a, a good impact and he's done a lot of stuff. Um, I agree with the sense of him probably being burnt out. Uh, I think his let la- like if you look at his run for the last year, in my opinion, it hasn't been that great mm-hmm. um, compared to his stuff of the past. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of factors like, here. Am I the only one who thinks this is kind of shitty? Like shitty? Um, no, you're you? not. You're no. not. I, well, he's not I, I wanted to talk about that too. Of a douchebag. Uh, go ahead, Obi. Hold on. Yeah, like you have you have people bombarding the WWE's uh, Facebook website and everything like that, and that's kind of bullshit because it's not WWE's fault, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, uh, what was the thing I came up with? It was uh, what a teenager quits, a professional gives two weeks and puts over someone on the way out. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all the way it's handled. Um, I think. I think people have the, like you said, like the fans that are like bombarding WWE about this. Um, I think it's kind of bullshit uh, to jump and say that it's their fault for what they're doing. Now, of course, because the main storyline that's happening in WWE right now is about authority and holding people back or whatever that maybe play into it. But 
I agree. I think people are too quick to jump to conclusions. Um, I won't go too far into this. I won't like pull back the curtain or anything. Um, I worked an indie wrestling show with Chris Hero uh, after his leave from WWE. And uh, the one thing I noted from him, he is honestly super humble. He is not like, fuck those guys. Like, this is, they didn't, they held me back for this reason. That's why I'm not succeeding. Yeah. He, like, he's not, he's very humble Sleepy and he's very, on. yeah, sleepy <laughs> robot. Um, but he was very humble. He's continually very humble and understanding. And he realizes that it's a huge system that has a lot of factors as to why things happen. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of realization going on there too. Um, you hear about it a lot with the way that people are talking on Cole Cabana's podcast say, Hey, you know, they got this farm system. Uh, is it the best, the, you know, the discussion is, is that best for, you know, literally best for business because now they're farming it instead of this whole indie system where people are learning on their own and through these other situations. Now, you know, they're, they're kind of funneling all this talent through there that may have not experienced all this other stuff. Whereas there's guys like Hero, there's guys like Colt. And I think Colt's part of showing that there is a possibility of, hey, maybe we don't need WWE. So you can't really say, ah, it sucks that Hero didn't make it to the main roster, but good for him, you know? And now, yeah. now he got, has that experience. He's just going to be that much better when he hopefully comes to my town, you know? Uh, right. Or whatever project he does. And I think there's a lot of really interesting stuff coming from the more business-minded wrestlers out there on the indies uh mm -hmm. like your colts and like you know hopefully from your heroes and everybody else um you're you're having a lot of interesting stuff happening there and these guys are able to make pretty you know we had jock samson talking about he can make a pretty decent living uh if he does it right um there's so many options other than wwe too and it it's is. not to say that it wwe is. is bad and you should always reconsider your options but there is but, but there, there's other options right there's other ways to make money there is tna Whatever you want to say about, but it is an option. Uh, there is, there, but there's also like going internationally and doing yes. stuff in like Japan and, yes. and doing tons of different stuff and making good money. Right. I can't speak for this, but I'm sure AJ Styles, even though that he's gone from TNA, is making good money. I'm sure he is. I'm and sure I, he is. I, I, I've heard stories that MVP had a ball down at Japan. Mm -hmm. He he was there for how many years, mm -hmm. and he didn't go to like TNA in its heyday or WWE back to WWE. He didn't. Need he had to. a great run in New Japan. He had open doors, mm -hmm. and he he chose to stay. And he did. Where he was. I, he did stuff for that one wrestling project that it was supposed to be like a series of thirteen episodes or something. That I think was GQ Money involved oh, in that or somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, so uh, I no, that was the Wrestling Society wrestling... X. No, 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 no something else. No, no, no. It did seem like wrestling it might have been the next Wrestling oh. Society X, though. Wrestlelicious. Yes, MVP was a part of Wrestlelicious. He was the black pimp dude. I'm MVP, <laughs> and I'm here to say. but I mean, the biggest, the biggest issue here, I think, I, I, and why, why I think and a lot of fans feel jilted, and I think rightfully so, is he's not on your TV the way that you're normally used to getting him. I hope he pops up somewhere else. I really do. Yeah. And I don't, I can't think that he's going to stay away. You know, I, maybe he becomes a Jericho. Maybe I, I think he has enough cred. Then mm -hmm. he becomes a Jericho. Is I could see him honestly well, getting I, a Jericho. I, I saw someone posting that uh, CM Punk realized the real way to WrestleMania, it, to main event WrestleMania, is to go away for three years and come back. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, actually, there was there was a, I read this post. I think this is either Jr. Actually, this might have been McFoley's post in response to the Royal Rumble last week, or it, somewhere along the lines. Maybe it was Jr. Uh, talked about uh, the way to get ahead in WWE was to become a consultant because they would let people go. And this isn't just with wrestlers. This is with I, apparently like other other positions in the company is you do stuff for so long you're not going to get ahead then you leave or get fired and they'll hire you back in like a year as a consultant you'll make three times as much money yeah like this apparently is happening in production with this company um and this is kind of happening and then they like him to this is what happened with batista he left for what four years he's coming back making three times as much money as anybody else is there on all the shows um and gets shot straight to the top Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it yeah. also helps if you have a huge superhero movie coming out. That show. helps too. Yes, exactly. And a yeah. lot. And a I heard, lot I heard, general. I heard they're dangling money in front of Stacy Keebler to get her back. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, at there's all. been worried about, about that too. too. Yeah. Um, I, and I nostalgia. Think it is. Again. It is. I mean, look at look at and an interesting thing. Wrestling used to be so much better than it was now, except not because <laughs> <laughs> wrestling is amazing right now, and nobody realizes. But look it. at how much of it your WrestleMania is taken up by these part timers that show up for the big check once a year. Your John, your Rock, your Rock, your Brock Lesnar, your you know even Undertaker, your Jericho, you know uh, uh, Jericho a little bit, but Jericho he's, shows up and you're Rob Van Dam. Go do podcasting. Yeah, um, yeah you're Rob Van Dam. But no, I, I don't even count something like a Rob Van Dam because he just kind of came in for a stint and that was cool. You don't get that too often with those guys the way you do with Rob Van Dam and Jericho. Uh, but it's nice when it does happen. You know? Well, the thing is, is it always nice though? Is it? Why Why isn't it? The Rob Van, what was the aid of Rob Van Dam coming in? And I said this when Rob Van Dam was going to come in. What was the aid of him coming in? He had some good matches. No, he had the aid of Goldust coming in. So many people are having the name of what's the what's what's the name what's the thing of for Goldust? Goldust is consistently working guys that need that that need that knowledge and need that teaching. It's the same thing thing if you had William Regal work, Mm -hmm. you know, Raws. And, and wrestle like your Roman Reigns and your Biggie Langston's or whatever. Because when you wrestle those guys, they teach you. Yeah. He yeah. was tag team champions for how long? And wrestling guys constantly. Yeah. yeah. Goldust is not a one-and-done kind of guy. He has just returned to the roster. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, he's putting over his brother like a motherfucker. Yeah. He's right. putting over the shield like a motherfucker. And if you're going to tell me that Rob Van Dam working with. If you're going to tell me that Rob Van Dam put over Alberto Del Rio in his feud, you're fucking lying. RVD okay? put over more people than Batista will. Yeah. 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 That's He'll true. put over That's more he true. put over Just more who, you know, like and, and who, doesn't mean he Who really learns in. from working Batista? Nobody. You don't Batista. learn anything. They learn. They learn that they don't like working with Batista. You make it slightly. <laughs> you make it slightly more exposure, but you're like not more exposure than you're getting working weekly on the fucking television show. They yeah. learn that yeah. basketballs don't hold grudges. You are. Basketball you are maybe. Grudges. You are. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. They you're learn right. that it's hard to do a sit-out power bomb in skinny jeans. <laughs> Oh, lessons all of us can learn. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can I pose this question to you guys? Uh, we talked about before. Uh, we we had kind of a tough time. We think in the early two thousands where they weren't really building new stars. We were wondering who's the next Rock, who's the next John Cena, for a while there. Um, and it feels like 
I'm really realizing how long John Cena's getting long in the tooth here. He can only go so much longer, right, guys? I mean, if anybody has a burnout factor, holy crap, that guy has to hit a wall sooner or later uh, for going as long as he has and as as rough and coming back early from injuries. That guy's going to go until there's a reason he can't go anymore, which I think is going to be unfortunate. And and realizing that even more as I look at Edge uh, listening to his Jericho interview uh, on that podcast this week. Um, Who's next? Who's the next John Cena? Because I don't think anyone is in line. And looking at how much they panic when a John Cena's gone, when a bunch of other pop out people pop out of there. Now, C- you know, CM Punk, for instance, isn't around. Are we talking? Are we talking a level of popularity? Because I think we already have one of those. Yeah. That or, is Daniel Bryan. Do they do it? Is is Daniel Bryan? Do you really think but, the WWE is going to have Daniel Bryan be a John Cena? Do you think that is sword, the guy that they you, will have you see, go for the next ten see, years? the reactions he is getting in every arena they go to. Mm-hmm. Sorg, they need to actually capitalize on the reactions. Yes. Like, John Cena was something that WWE manufactured. True. John Cena was something that they manufactured. Like, that was something that they engineered. But and, and, I mean, something, like, something like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Yeah. he was only brought in to be a good hand. Yeah. He was brought in to be a solid mid-carder that could work with a lot of guys and put younger guys over because he was a very good wrestler. And he just happened to click. Like he happened to click because he had an idea that was very counterculture. And, and you know what? If you look at Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan is kind of the counterculture guy. He looks like a fucking hipster. He's got a beard. He's vegan. He's from Seattle. No one's from Seattle that's really famous. He is counterculture. He is counterculture to what people are expecting are popular. Yes, Super Bowl yes, champions are wrestling. from Seattle. Mm-hmm. No, they just they just work there. True. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. And I think he's he's the one that's gonna be next guy. And I think they they have to capitalize it. We talk about shelf lives of wrestlers and we talk talk about like john cena may have that point very soon where he it may be it for him brian's still like brian's in his 30s like he's not old or i should say he's not young like he's he's been wrestling for like ever he's been wrestling for as long as cm punk has you know so i think they need to capitalize on it they need to really just be like this is what we're gonna do well and usher in this era of and an era that I think is already occurring of guys like Brian, Roman Reigns, you know, just these the focus being on the wrestling athletic ability and the and using that to get yourself over. There are guys that they have had that could be potential John Cena's that they didn't capitalize on. Like John Cena when he was doing the rap gimmick on SmackDown. And everyone was reacting. Everyone loved it. They were able to slowly push John Cena in the direction they wanted to do. They had him on SmackDown for a while. He won the U.S. belt. They were able to push him more and more and more. And eventually, he got to the big title. Like there was John Cena. John Cena's career over the course of three WrestleManias, he went from pre-show rap at WrestleMania 19 to U.S. title win curtain jerker at WrestleMania 20 to winning the WWE title at WrestleMania 21. Like, that is the progression that guys that they need to kind of do to get the next big stars. Ruthless progression. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> Ruthless progression. Yep. Title. Thank you, Bobby. Short show title. Ruthless progression. But like with guys like Adolf Ziggler, like a Kofi Kingston, like um, hell, if you want to go back, Carlito, MVP, Shelton Benjamin. These guys do not have watershed moments that can be tracked going further in their careers. They yeah. have the mid-card titles, mm. but they don't have that big, defining... Mo- like, John Cena and Batista, a lot of people forget, they won their first world titles at the same WrestleMania. There's there's no reason that we couldn't do something like that last year with, say, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that that couldn't have happened again because it worked at WrestleMania 21. It could have worked at WrestleMania 29. Well, I think the, there's there's plenty of factors that go into that, and, and and I understand what you're saying, but it's I I think it's the coming of a new era. We are we, we talk so much about eras in you know especially in WWF and its progression. The 80s, like going into the early 90s, was sort of the character based like uh, fun timey sort of era moving into the Attitude Era, then moving into the Ruthless Aggression Era, and now we're in the era of, and let's, I hate using the term for this era, and I gotta think of a better name, but the Work Rate Era. It's or, the Internet Era. Yeah. I, I, I hate calling I, I don't I know, I, there has to be a better name era. for that, because I really think, yeah, I, I really think that even more. what's happening yeah. is everything we loved about the Indies five years ago is happening on the biggest stage of them all. The thing, it's and I hate calling it the indie era or the smart era, but it's the era where people because it's true. Love you, but the people that era love you or people hate you, are doing people are giving their voice out, and the fans are doing something. That's part of it. That the, the the smarkiness. Um, I hate using that term as well, but it's true because that's the era we live in. Everybody has a freaking voice. I get that. So, and, and so, so, so you could say you could say you could say that this is the era. This is the era where everybody's in on it and everybody learns something different to appreciate. I disagree. I think this is the era where it's defined where. You have to be a good worker to to either be loved or hated, it, as opposed to eras in the past where you could still you could be shit mm-hmm. and still be fine. Ultimate warrior, ultimate warrior, ultimate a lot warrior. of guys in the attitude era, even some in the ruthless aggression era. Like you have to be a good wrestler in this era, or you're not going to get anywhere. And I want to figure out what was it about the attitude? Oh, that's upside down. The attitude era. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, the Attitude Era Morris. is different because yeah. the Attitude Era was it was before, shock TV. It was shock TV. It was before the internet really hit, and people just realized, oh, I can look at people cursing in boobs all the time now. There, there <laughs> you know who was like a progressive different. star and like making big waves during the Attitude Era? <laughs> fucking X Pac. <laughs> that fucking guy. Yeah. Well, he's a good worker though. He seriously yeah. is, though. He, he has, he has some matches. good matches. But he wasn't known for his work rate in that, at that point. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He oh, was yeah, yeah he big was. time. Is a one, two, three. Well, the NWO. By the way, I want to point out, one of the chapters on disc one of the Attitude Era DVD here is the Jug Band from Judgment Day. I can't wait for that. What? GTV <laughs> there, has a segment. There, I, watched, I watched the ladder match DVD, the second ladder match DVD over the weekend. Mm-hmm. There's a ladder match on there between uh, six and... 
Eddie Guerrero. I watched that yep. one too. Uh, by the, the way, never saw the sold out pay per view. Glad yeah. I didn't buy it when it was on. <laughs> it was interesting pay per view. Holy, yeah, it was crap. a good match. It was a good oh, match. It was a sold out pay per view. Actually, one of the last things that they showed on WWE Classes on Demand before they pulled it. I watched the entire sold out pay per view. When the network comes out. Do not watch the entire sold-out pay-per-view. <laughs> I had a hard time watching I'm that one match. I'm doing you a service right now. Yeah. That's the first thing I'm watching. Doing you a service. Also, Tank Challenge Abbott. accepted. Also, Tank Abbott and Three Count was amazing. Also, Tank yes. Abbott. Yes. <laughs> and yes. goes to my point. <laughs> I, I feel like, I, you, know, you know, again, going back and, and kind of thinking back, but you know, maybe like we do on the Indie Mayhem show, how we have assignment. We should have an assignment of, hey, everybody, try to watch this pay-per-view this week. And we'll just pick like some random yeah. old WCW, like WWF, something or other. And like, we'll do a little bit of review. We're like, oh, my God, I don't remember this happening. Or this was this bad. You know, like, like let's just throw back to like like the big event or or or, or Starcade '88 or something like that, and just we see what happens. Sorg, I want to do a live hangout. The first one, WCW Mayhem. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first pay per view we have to do. That is, it's literally that's, the that's, first pay per view we have to do. That kind of needs to be. Kind of needs to be. Yeah. Mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> Welcome to now. the party, Amen. You get it? <laughs> All right, on that point, guys, let's go ahead and wrap it up here so we can go. Uh, we got Chess Flexor coming up here later tonight on the Indie Mayhem show. He will not be joining us in studio as planned uh, because the storm of the century is apparently coming yet again. Oh, is no. it snowing out there, guys, in Pittsburgh? I don't even know. Uh, it's no. black outside. <laughs> That's what? That's, that right. that's nighttime. That I can't see it's nighttime. Bobby, you I don't see color. There. There's no I black don't. people there. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, tell me, guys, what did you learn from wrestling this week, Bobby? Since I have your screen up, tell me. I learned that everybody should be watching SmackDown because SmackDown from last Friday was amazing, and yes. it sounds like from the, the SmackDown spoilers this week, it's going to be amazing again. Nice. So. Yeah. Nice. What about uh, what about you, Riz? That Billy Gunn has a weird uh, belly button tattoo. <laughs> yeah. You're like obsessed Even with it. Even weirder than uh, Batista's. He heard the belly button tattoo tattoos get you WrestleMania main events. Is that yeah? Is that wrapping paper oh, behind your Riz? 1999. Wait, what? <laughs> Is that wrapping paper behind your Riz? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Wow. <laughs> All right, LB, what about you? I learned that uh, uh, WWE has something against its own wrestler's eyes. What? Oh, between, yeah. It does. Between Naomi oh, and Roman gonna, Reigns and don't look at John Cena getting jabbed in the eye. Well, I mean, to be fair, now John Cena can legitimately say, can't see me. Ah, uh, uh, no, no. Good night, folks. This has been the Wrestling Mayhem <laughs> Show. Thanks for coming along. Amen. How about you? Uh, I learned going off of what LB said. I learned from wrestling this week that Oksana is the new Vader. Oksana's <laughs> <laughs> like, believe it. If Vader were freaking hot, Oksana. <laughs> Vader was freaking hey. hot. Did you see the steam coming out of his helmet? Don't tell me you didn't get turned I want, on. I want to see. Go fuck yourself. I want to see Oksana on Boogie. <laughs> Oh Good my god. <laughs> Mike, what about you? I learned that I'm giving WWE 
about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm giving WWE Gator time. About... So gonna get pulled. I'm giving I'm giving WWE about a month and a half until I see a giant fucking wall of bubbles for Emma. I want a cascade of bubbles from the top of the Titan Tron. Oh, I also learned from wrestling this week that NXT matters. Fuck you, Riz. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, and uh, um, and uh, Rusev is Ivan Drago. Oh, something yeah, if you want to hear... Also, no, no, if you let's wanna... go ahead with it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're still learning, Sword. Based off, I listened to the fucking uh, after show from this past, uh, from last night. I'm so upset with you, Mike. You went, oh, with, you went that Farouk would be the Apollo Creed. Not Xavier Woods. Have you seen what Apollo Creed looks like? No, I'm with him. I'm with him on that. Consequences Creed. I'm with him, man. I'm with I'm with Eamon. Farouk is the Clubber Lang. Oh. All right. I learned I'll, that. I'll Batista, go with that. I'll go with that. You being the TNA guy, I'm just. I also learned that Batista walks alone in a pit of denim. <laughs> <laughs> He dresses alone. <laughs> oh man! And I learned, um, I, well, one, I think the show suffered without Cena and Brock Lesnar, for one. Did it? A little bit. I think so. Brock and also, well, it kind of suffered fast. from Brock Lesnar, considering he had a whole big thing last week. Like, what's Brock gonna do? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, yeah it's, take I, a week off. Weird <laughs> stuff happening. They, I don't know. In I thought the, the long run, great. there is weird stuff happening. Also, also, there needs to be more Renee Young. Yes, more Renee Young. I, as our Twitter suggests mm-hmm. on Monday nights, there needs the one to thing be more I'm, Renee Young. That's the one thing I'm super... The most thing I'm happy about with the new network is that there's probably going to be a lot more Renee Young. <laughs> it's, it's not <laughs> as awkward as the Rivalries DVD. Holy crap. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully in scientific garb. <laughs> I you know. Like, yes. <laughs> Mike's the only one that, that A, probably understood that because he's a chemical engineer. Uh, but... That was my favorite DVD. <laughs> Renee Young talking about science. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is there yeah. anything that doesn't give you a boner? Um, <laughs> Bobby. Oh. oh, wow. What? Uh, guys, Wrestling what Mayhem Show. This has Bobby. been episode 405. Thanks, Mike from the Bronx. Thanks, Eamon from Texas. Thanks, everybody else from the Bobby. Pittsburgh region uh, that's joining us here tonight. Thank you, everybody in the chat room. You can join us there at live.sorgatronmedia.com every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. We stick around till about midnight for Wrestling Mayhem Show and the Indie Mayhem Show shortly following that about 11 p.m. Um, great fun little show where I've been inviting somebody from uh, my walk of life here in Pittsburgh. Aim has been uh, inviting somebody from from his uh, area in Texas that he works with down there. We're having a had a really good run of uh, uh, guests so far. I, we have not had a bad show yet, I, I don't think. And uh, I think it's been fun. We're going to try to keep pump. that going. What's that? Five for five. We'll see if we have our five. Well, I don't know. With fifth, has, you get the fifth hasn't happened yet, and we're not returning puppet. No, it's not happening. Five for five. So, return puppet. Um, you can also uh, drop a sign, of course. Uh, hey, we're over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, and you can no. find no. us at. No, I'm sorry, I switched stuff for you. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spreaker, Good Times, TV, Roku. Uh, drop us a sign at Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Four one two two zero six WMX. Good Times. No, we're done with that. Uh, big thanks, of oh, course. No, that's to, just the uh, lag. Big thanks to Michael Allen. It's been the notes and tweeting during the shows all night long. Uh, and with that, mayhem out. Mayhem out.